All right. Um, so first of all, all the other podcasts are out finally. Um, so uh, you can actually just listen to, to it from whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. You'll find it there. It's called the Friday Service Podcast. Um, it's a very creative name because it is from <laughs> the Friday Service and the podcast is called the Friday Service. Anyway, uh, I was being sarcastic, but in a time or Peter. Um, hopefully what on a younger podcast or a checker. Uh, okay, so um last week, uh, or rather a few weeks ago, we started this amazing series called um the Sunday School series. Um, you know, which is just us going back to the foundations of our faith. You know, what is it that makes um what 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 is the composition? What would we describe as the composition of Christianity? You know, and and just uh, or rather the foundations, yes, of what our faith uh, stands on. And so today uh, we are going to. Last week we started on um, teachings on the Holy Spirit, um, and initially I believed that we would take uh, two weeks to to cover that. So we'll quote for last week, not this week. I love to Malise, but through the week, you know, I've just been been receiving so much from the Lord, and I feel. Uh, you know, so what I know as of now is that we are going to take an extra week to cover that. So what we were supposed to cover last week, this week rather to cover next week. But then this week, I just want us to go a bit deeper on what we were learning last week. And um, I, I sort of divided it into two. And I said, we're going to, uh, you know, talk about the Holy Spirit in the context of, um, um, you know, just um, let me let me find the exact statement that we used last week. So that nisi wachangane. Um, and the second, I'm, I'm looking for the first phrase. And the second one was that we're going to look at the Holy Spirit in the context of uh, the power of God. When we talk about things like the miraculous and the, and the, you know, when we pray for sick people and they get well, uh, you know, and all that. Um, so how, how does that come into play? Um, and, and, and what, uh, you know, what is the role of the Holy Spirit in, in, in such? Uh, the first part we covered was the Holy Spirit in the context of the voice of God. Um, now, before we continue, I've just remembered uh, we were to pray for Miss Mushiri. So I'll ask one of us to, to just do that. Um, uh, Shuri, do you mind praying for, for Miss Mushiri? No, I don't mind. Um, what am I praying for? She's not feeling well. She said she's at 40%. We want her to get at, to, to 100%. Okay. Okay, sour, sour. So, Father, we thank you, God, for for the gift of life that you've granted upon us, God. We thank you, God, for Miss Mushiri, God. We thank you, God, for her life, God. We thank you, God, that you've called her, God, um, to live her purpose to the fullness, God. And in this moment, yes. God, we often stretch our hands and we say, declare healing upon her life, God. Yes, Lord. And we are stating it because, not because we are asking from you, because, but we are saying it because you, we, you've given us the power to command everything on earth, God. And we thank you, God, for this authority, God. Yes. And we find it, God, and we just declare freedom from any pain, freedom from any sickness God that may yes. be in her life God and I just declare favor and 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 just an encounter of Jehovah Rapha for her in this moment God yes. we thank you and we bless you in Jesus name we pray amen 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 all right um Miss Mushiri I personally believe that you have been healed because whenever we make these prayers um God hears us um it it is in his will for us to be uh, full of health and doing well in life. Um, so we believe that you are healed as a, as a result in the name of Jesus. Um, all right, so we shall we shall now jump into, into, the, into the word. So I said last week to look at Mianza teaching the, the Holy Spirit in the context of um, in the context of the voice of God. And then this week now we are supposed to talk about the Holy Spirit in the context of the power of God. Uh, like for example, what we've just done, you know, uh, what Shuri has, the prayer that Shuri has just made, you know, what, what role does the Holy Spirit have, you know, or what does he do when such prayers are made, you know, um, and, and, and I'm saying now we shall do that. We shall cover that. I feel next week, but today I want us to dive a bit deeper into the Holy Spirit in the context of the voice of God, uh, because he is the voice of God. And I just want to do a quick recap of what we what, what we talked about last week. And we got to see that, first of all, the Holy Spirit is a person. He is the spirit of God. You know, the Bible says, do not grieve him. Um, so 
uh, and and I, I read a few scriptures that that you know John chapter fourteen, um, where Jesus kept referring to him, you know, as 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 him and he, you know, he shall come, you know, nini nini, and so the Holy Spirit first of all is a person. So see Holy Spirit iliniambia ni Holy Holy Spirit aliniambia. You know, he is a person, and and I was saying last week, it's a very it's a it seems like a like a very minute detail, but it comes with a lot of difference at heart once you start looking thinking of him as a person it just comes with a lot of um he, he he just becomes realer more real than 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 you know previously he was to you um so that's the first thing we said that he is the voice he is a person first of all he's the spirit of god we also got to see that he is the way that today we get to experience god you know when we talk about things like hearing from god and moving in conviction we're usually referring to the holy spirit so uh, in the old testament you know i give the example of the burning bush where god would come directly down to to this guy you know god himself um you know i don't even understand how that is possible when abraham when not not abraham but when the bible says that moses saw the um you know the uh, the shoulder you know from behind of god and i don't understand i can't even understand i can't even wrap my head around that um but but in the old testament there were certain times when you know god would come down himself and then there was a time now when jesus was here um you know physically and but now how we get to access god is through the holy spirit you know um he is omnipresent he's everywhere um um yeah i think omnipresent you gonna mention everywhere isn't it uh, okay yeah <laughs> yeah so he's everywhere you know he 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 can be in your heart you know you just have to invite him to open up your heart and just you, you know say i remember we were taught sometimes some years back to say that simple prayer and it changed our lives you know we were just taught uh you know whenever you want to experience the holy spirit you know you just go quiet and say holy spirit right now in this moment i choose to acknowledge you you know and you go and you just go silent and and i remember even till date whenever i make that prayer um uh, you know i get to actually experience the holy spirit but we're going to talk about what that now feels or what that looks like um practically so that we can we can you know put some some meat to it um we also got to understand last week that heaven is not just a place that those who believe in jesus will get to spend eternity but that it is also a lifestyle that god has called us to live today it is a lifestyle made up of uh different patterns of thought uh and it is a reality that is very opposite to what is the natural and logical way of living um like and 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 we i i pulled an example from the book of first corinthians i believe it was chapter 6 you know where paul was saying i don't see what the big deal is about you kuibiwa shamba okay kwa kuibiwa shamba but he was like what is the big deal about you being cheated you know allow uh, in the context of he, he was he was rebuking the corinth church for taking their matters as believers to a secular court uh, what we call now you know the court of justice and 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 he was like you want to tell me koyo kanisa yenu yote hakuna mtu mwenye ako wise enough and then he says but for me the first failure the failure actually is not going to a secular court the failure is that you even have those disputes among amongst yourselves you know and he asks the question why wouldn't you allow yourself to be cheated you know why are you allowing it to be such a big deal to the point where you can now take a person to court you know and and that's not how the world operates the world operates you know by you they actually what we are taught as the right thing is to take them to court you know and to and to have um you know and to to get you compensated or whatever justice whatever form justice would take in that regard um so so it is a it is a it is a lifestyle that the lord has called us to that is very different um and it is it is not it is opposite to what is natural and logical you know and we got to see that the holy spirit is the one who teaches us how to live out our lives today in accordance to that way you know to that way of heaven the, the way heaven operates the way we get to know for example excuse me how we get to know for example nazaka chini hapa alafu tukosana na mtu you know how do i go about or how would heaven how would the how would a true member of the kingdom of god or a person who is led of the holy spirit how would they deal with such a situation and we understood and we got to see that the person who equips us for that is the holy spirit you know um today we shall continue uh, 
building up of the same teaching and then finish off next week by looking uh like i said at the holy spirit in the context of uh you know the miraculous signs and wonders and the power of god um you know but uh, but today i want us to uh just look at a few scriptures again uh because uh, it's always good to read scripture um and 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 yeah it's, it's it's always a nice thing so today i want us to read from the book of romans chapter 8 romans chapter 8 is one of the most um in my opinion one of the deepest scriptures that has been written and the whole book of hebrews the book of hebrews very spiritual at least for me <laughs> um so i want to share my screen so that we can see uh what we shall be reading today uh, and this is from the book of Romans, chapter 8, from verse 1 to verse 4, the, the one I've highlighted in, in, I think that's color blue. Uh, ladies, forgive me if it is not. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it says, it's a very popular scripture. You know, it says, so now there is no condemnation for uh, for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the, power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Some of these verses, you just need to read them slowly as you internalize them. And then what does it make sense to internalize? So for example, he says, because you belong to Jesus, the power of the life-giving spirit. So there's a spirit that gives us life. That spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So there's also another power at play here called the power of sin, and it leads to death. And the death does not necessarily mean you know black suits and the whole coffin affair death means separation from the lord you know so if you follow your sinful urges and, and all that eventually you're and last week we saw that that eventually you will come to a place where you can't really hear god anymore and it's not that he has stopped talking to you it's just what you've cultured your heart to listen to you know um the law of moses was unable to save us this we did we went heavy on it last week so sita rudiapa will just fly through this the law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sin. Again, read that slowly, internalize it. And in that body, which body? The body of Christ literal body the one he you know he died the body that the body of christ that was sacrificed crucified on the cross in that body god declared an end to sin's control how by giving us his son as a sacrifice for our sins uh you can read the book of hebrews chapter 10 for just a deeper understanding of what uh this is about you know um but also some time back we explained i remember we were i was sharing about how the high priest in the old testament would would you know like shikambuzi and then they would chase the goat away to you know to never come back you know um and and that was to signify that the sin you know has 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 left you know part of why jesus is called the lamb of god but because it was symbolic of this lamb that would come later on and we would input our sin on him and you know he would die the Bible says that he died, you know, descended to hell, and on the third day he resurrected. And now he's seated at the right hand of God the Father. But we said that when Jesus Christ resurrected, he did not resurrect sinful. He resurrected righteous because, and that is what it means to beat death, that he was powerful enough to take on a nature that is sinful, you know, and then resurrect having beat that nature and 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 remain to be god you know so that's what we mean when we say you know death wise your sting you know that jesus beat death he did that he did this so that the just requirement of the law so verse four will be our main focus tonight he did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature but instead follow the spirit i want you to listen to that okay he did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature but instead follow the spirit i want to um share another verse that is also uh yes verse five look at actually wow it's actually uh, um no it's not verse five Okay, so it's in another version, but it's basically verse six. Look at verse six. It says, uh, um, the version I had in mind is, uh, is I probably, I think the, there's a version called the easy to read version. I love it because it's actually easy to read. Um, look at verse six. It says, so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. 
but letting the spirit control your mind leads to peace leads to life and to peace okay so the verse four the special focus for for tonight um and then we shall you know share another, a few other scriptures so there are a few phrases um that are very popular within the 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 christian circle and i want you to tell me if you identify with them okay um some 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 of these phrases include uh sorry some of these phrases include things like um you know walking with god another that i am walking with god so for every phrase that you feel you identify with you can you can like put a thing you can put a thumbs up or something so phrases like you know i am i am walking with the lord you know or i am a follower of jesus you know these are very common phrases in the christian circles we often speak of following the will of god we make we make prayers you know that if it is the will of god it will happen you know um you know uh, i wonder what the will of god is and and so many things you know so su- such phrases um asking ourselves questions like you know what season am i in currently you know god should i be dating right now or should i remain single hallelujah for the single people in the house ninyo wenye mna date must be nice mtuombe sisi wenye to date um you know so eh naona hapo watu waminovid mikono eh you know uh, you know should i be single in this season um you know or should i be dating you know and if i am dating are they the one you know I, I, is, is this person that i'm dating the one that i'm supposed to walk into marriage with you know should i take this job or should i turn it down you know should i apply for this job or should i not apply for it should i start a business or should i go into employment you know what is my purpose what is my calling why am i here on earth you know so there are these questions that are very popular and very common in the christian circles but i believe especially you you know what is what is my calling and why am i here on earth it is a question that cuts across all humans whether they are you know born again or not all these are very important questions that we struggle to answer a lot of times we make decisions hoping that all will turn out okay for us not sometimes completely unsure of what we are doing so so you might not know whether this is a season where the lord wants you to be dating you know but maze uyu brother amekama na vibes man unajua amen sophie uh, sophie told us she wants a brother who can vibe her you know so and and amen nothing wrong with that very important unajua one of these days we shall we shall talk about these things unajua uh, so you know um so you can't tell for a fact that god wants me to date this person or you can't tell whether god wants me to walk away but what i know is that uyu brother amenikunywa that is what i know i know what is in my heart i know what i am feeling and and sometimes we we decide to go into these relationships we decide to go into these jobs that that you know I've, i've always wanted for example to be an auditor you know and and once i get this job i'm a, I'm a I, i am a low student i want to work for a specific uh, not a low student but a low graduate and i want to work for a specific law firm nimekuwa nikijua jua some of these law firms cuz nilikam kujua you know some of them are so fancy man i happened to go to a law firm along wayaki and i was really blown away um it's called hhm any such such a fancy office my gosh um and so unapata that there are so many so should i take this job should i walk away from this job should i apply does the lord want me here you know does the lord want me to be in friendship with this particular person or should i walk away and so many other similar questions that we ask ourselves and sometimes we go into these things hoping that everything will work out and so sometimes uh, let me let me let me know mina john nime nime make a certain prayer kama hii but you can let me know if you also made us uh, a prayer that sounds like this so you're not sure whether you should go forward but then you say uh, you know i'm going to apply for this job and if it is the will for of of god if if it's god's will for me to get this job they will accept me and if they reject me then i will know that it was not the will of god how many of us have found themselves making a prayer similar to that unajua kitu kitu tu iko around your iko around nini unajua you you put you put certain sujitu zita nini we put certain ways of measuring you know that if the turnout is good then this must be the will of god and and if the turnout is bad then oh thank the lord you know this is god saving me from from 
a certain danger or something or something. I love you know, we give ourselves those justifications, uh, you know, that hey, thank the Lord it didn't work out because you don't know and such things. And so we make we make all those um you know deductions and then we come to that conclusion that hey, maybe this was the will of God, maybe this was not the will of God. You know, there are so many memes I see every other day about how people in their 20s do not know what they're doing with their lives. Yeah. So my memes, what when you're 20, 22, especially, I think you are 23 upon the mission and then you go about to clear campo. Don't come on a realize, hey, I need to start making some decisions. And then at, at around 25, 26, you talk to these people and they're telling you, uh, at a mere situation, you know, in a Savanga, this is what to We are just guessing. <laughs> All of us are just guessing. And, and as a coping mechanism, we have set certain ways of measuring how well we are doing you know so for example if by 26 you are employed and you're making x amount of money as a salary or your business is um you know has done well to a certain extent you know then generally society will think of you as a person who is who is okay bonus if you if if you are unemployed you're 25 you're unemployed if you're 25 and you're married oh my lord show us your ways you are our mentor when we grow up we want to be like you you know, if you're if you're if you're like 26 and Sijui, you're already driving and, and it's your it's money from your pocket that you've you've been saving since you are like 19, because you grew up way ahead of the rest of us. Since 19 to Kyananga Taokukula ice cream, Nakupelakana ma pizza date, oh look on a seviagari. So now you have the money to buy any you 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 are like 27 and you're living in Kile and you're paying that rent by yourself you know and people would look at you and go like even you you'd look at yourself and go like you know i'm actually doing well i'm doing well for myself you know and i'm not saying like listen um definitely i i i am a i am an enthusiast of these things i want to live in lavi you know and and all these nice apartments then you as i invite you again you know places you know um people tell you they want to see you and you're like let's meet in town because because you don't want them to come to where you live so, um, so, so as not, not that any of these things are bad, but we'll see, there's a point I'm driving to, you know, um, and, and so at 25, 26, up or 24, you know, people, people like to say, you know, we don't know what we are doing and people have made memes about them, you know, and as much as we laugh about such things, there's a very substantial amount of truth in such jokes. Bonus here. Kunaungana such a substantial amount of truth because there's a, honestly a good number of 20 year olds, um, like 20 something year olds who do not know what they are, uh, you know, they cannot really define what it is that they are working towards. Or if you were to ask them, do you know for a fact what it is that God has placed you on this planet to do? What is your purpose in life? You know, a very, very, a very small percentage of people in their 20s, some even in their 30s, would be able to answer that question. Some people, you know, um, the, the coping mechanism is really just to fit into the narrative of getting a job, you know, uh, then getting married. And we use that as as, as just there's a there's a narrative that if we fit in you know you have kids by the time you do what age and and by this age you have certain investments and so sadly you find that a good number of human beings get to even pengina to die without getting to accomplish even a fraction of what the lord had called them to to accomplish and it's not because they're not spiritual and it's not because they were not working with the lord it's because you know they did not um I really do not want to go in that direction because this is not in my notes, but simply because they did not, you know, like take the time to ask these questions and to actually want to get an answer. Najwa, saying, you know, Lizanga, unajipatango uko situations in your desperate, hauna job, hauna source of income. And then now that's when these questions come up. You're not dating. You're, first of all, you are unemployed. Um, you're very broke and you're single. And you're like 26, 27. You start getting worried, you know, and that's when these questions pop up. Like, what am I supposed to be? Guy, I did not think I would be here in life by the time I am 27. I was supposed to be somewhere else by the time I'm 27. Um, and so in such times, that's when we ask these questions. And then the sad truth is the moment we get, most of the time, it's usually like a, a, a relief. And most of the time, it's monetary. Like the moment you get a job or a source of income, these questions seem uh, cease to be as serious anymore. You don't see them as, as a question you don't you really need to answer anymore. The moment you start dating, 
whether or not that relationship is heading towards a marriage as long as uko na mtu unajua hallelujah july memes hizo memes za july unajua as long as uko na mtu wewe uko sawa you know now when you see memes about single people you're like you know i'm not part of those single people that they're making fun of unajua and and as long as in that moment you know uko sawa then we 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 forget that pengine actually not pengine but we forget that there's a huge part of our future that we are yet to address bwana sifie um sometimes we will be employed but still not sure that we should be doing that or working there running a business and not sure whether that's what we are supposed to be doing you know the anxiety caused by these questions is made worse in the presence of failure Ooh, bonus if you the anxiety like multiplies by 100 in the in the event that there is failure you know for example you're running a business that is making losses taking a degree that you're failing at every unit you know you are employed at a place you hate or you are underperforming at whatever place it is that you are employed you know you are in a dating relationship or even a marriage that is struggling you know so the anxiety multiplies the moment uh, these questions are Uh, obviously easy questions always in akwangapo but in the event that in the process of answering these questions you are experiencing failure of some kind the anxiety multiplies you know you're like guys this and afanya nini i was supposed to be driving by the time i'm this age you know part of the reason why we have such a huge debt uh, okay for our government with these bad decisions but as individuals unajua why, why we have why you uh, i was reading a statistic that said um close to 65% on, of the cars in uh, on Kenyan roads are cars that have been taken out on loans 65% so less than 40 people actually own the cars they drive that's nuts unajua so unapata unapata that and and sometimes it's just because so, some of these needs are justified you know like for example you're taking out a loan to get a car that you know you'll do business with but a good number even personal friends that i know you know take out these things to keep up with uh acha ta tuseme standards most of the time tuna tuna watu naeka hizi vitu cliche ati nilichukua loan inunue gari kwa sababu nataka ku keep up na standards sometimes it's usually to convince ourselves that we are doing okay unajua that we are where we want to be in life by the time i am 26 or 27 it's usually because we want to con- i want to convince myself niko sawa so i'll go to they usually say uh you know your rent should be a third of your salary or a third of your income you live in a place where it's taking like 60% of your income but it is so that you can convince yourself that i'm doing okay niko sawa unajua i miss is equal 27 and she bed sitter it is unheard of i says that wageni wakikama unajua and and such things so in the event that you in the process of answering these questions you experience failure of some sort the anxiety <laughs> it becomes anxiety on steroids unajua it just it just blows up unajua you are in a dating relationship and 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 sometimes we stay into these relationships we are not happy but we cannot leave because we are not sure the next time we'll get a person who will love us or or give us even just you know a fraction of the affection that we are getting here we are not sure of what we are not sure if there are greener pastures beyond this brother or this sister you know so we will stay there and stay miserable unajua um and i'm not advocating for breakups so, so i'm just saying these are these are realities that you know um we know people go through or even pengine wewe unapitia a lot of people uh likewise just in the same in the same degree a lot of people have also taken success in these things to mean that they should be you know that they should be doing what they are doing that they are successful and they are and they and and they should be where they currently are unajua so if you're getting us a, a good salary you're running a, a business that is doing quite well you have this this lady that you show up with and all the brothers envy you uh, or or you have this brother who you show up and all the ladies you know smack their lips in envy and jealousy unajua you 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 take that to mean that i am doing well you know and i man look at me man you should envy me you know i'm doing well you have you have found we have found security in having these things and 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 hence why we are insecure when we do not have these things unajua so um you know i have seen so many attempts to answer the question of purpose and direction in life you know people will speak of doing what you love doing what you are good at you know so you'll hear things like what are you good at are you good at um like talking to people are you good at for example fashion you know start start a clothing line you know are you good in business start a business you know are you passionate about um 
about what? Are you passionate about finance? Then start a financial consultancy firm. Not are you passionate about the law? Are you passionate about um, you know the aeronautical space? You know, being a pilot or or an aeronautical engineer and all those things. You know, work work towards a degree in that in that sense. All these are attempts to answer the question of direction in life. They may not seem that way, but deep down, that is exactly what they are. You know, pursuing. You'll hear things like pursuing what you are passionate about and commercializing it to make a living out of it so you know do you are you are you do you like taking photos why don't you become a wedding photographer you know do you like music why don't you become a gospel musician you know and and make an album and then sell it and and build a life out of that you know or or become a worshiper you know and and believe that the lord is going to give you the influence and and i've come to realize um worshipers are some of the most wealthy people you'll come across man bonus if you when these people make it they make it bonus if you but they deserve it that's Oh man, those people deserve it. You know, pursuing what you are passionate about, commercializing it to make a living out of it. They say, I'm sure you've heard of this, that if you do what you if you do what you love doing for a living, that is not a job. So mm-hmm. that how do you avoid that feeling of ah, it is Monday? Do what you love doing. That way you will never think of it as a job. So that's what people say. All these are attempts to answer the question of relevance, the question of purpose, and the question of direction in life. Everything in life is tied to that. And it's so important, man. I could talk on and on about purpose, but it is so important. So let me not go in that direction. But all these things, everything in life is tied to purpose. Who you're going to marry, you know, is tied to purpose and direction in life. You know, you don't want to don't to marry a person who doesn't get what it is that you are pursuing and you don't get what it is that they are pursuing. And if those things collide at some point, you know, it's going to, it's going to bring um, strife in your in your marriage. You know, everything is tied to that. The kind of employment opportunities you are seeking out. You know, if you if you feel you want to become a lawyer, you will seek out you know jobs at law firms and all that. You'll go do a law degree. If you want to do business, you know you you will be listening to business podcasts and all those things. If you want to be a doctor, you know you'll enlist to a medical school. So you find that everything in life is tied to these things. Um, everything in life is tied. Most uh, sorry. Uh, most times when you find yourself worried about a relationship or a job or a degree or a business, the worry is usually founded on the fact that at that moment of questioning, you are uncertain of the future. So if you find yourself in a relationship that you are unhappy with, a lot of times it's because something has triggered the thought of or has eroded the promise that you had of a future with this person. Not just so maybe they did something wrong and you've realized these people don't know how to apologize. Mm. And now you're like, ah, you know, the issue is not that they don't know how to apologize. The issue is that it's a scary thought that I might have to walk out. So, um, and, and in my head, I had already seen a future here. You know, you are working at a job where they have refused to give you a promotion or to add your salary. And you're like, man, I had planned on staying here for the next like eight years. But if they don't play, if they don't play ball, you know, the thought of leaving, the thought of the fact that I had a future planned out and now this simple thought is eroding, uh, has the potential of eroding that future, you know. So I'm going to say that again. Um, so I hope now I, I hope now it will make sense that most times when you find yourself worried about a relationship or a job or a degree or a business, the worry is usually founded on the fact that at that moment, when those questions are rising, you are uncertain of the future. All these are attempts that have been, in, uh, you know, invented. Um, sorry, all these events that have been invented are not entirely wrong. In fact, I don't think any of those things are wrong. Everything that I've just said, I don't think they are wrong. I don't think they are unscriptural. I don't think they are ungodly. In fact, God does acknowledge and give honor to the desires that are in our hearts. He does, he does not write them off or label them as carnal. God acknowledges the desires that we have in our hearts. Some 37 4 says take delight the lord and he will give you heart's desires uh in fact i want us to read a huge portion of psalms 37 you know some of psalms 34 and 37 by date and we'll go on yeah on your summer 37 verse 4 yeah but i want us to read the whole of psalms um 37 so i'm gonna i'm gonna share my screen so that we can look at that um psalms 37 from verse 1 all the way to seven up in maroon ama ama zionic bagandry ama ni 
kunika lingine wanaitanga mustard ama sijui ni nini yeah whatever that color is um no it's not mustard uh, mustard is okay wacha niache kwa kwa bona to details <laughs> verse one, do not worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong for like grass they soon fade away like spring flowers they soon wither trust in the lord and do good then you will live safely in the land that prosper take delight in the lord and he will give you your heart's desires commit everything you do to the lord trust him and he will help you he will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noon sun this is such this statement and the justice of your cause will shine in the noonday like the noonday sun that's that oh man Oof. you know <sighs> verse seven. be still in the presence of the lord and wait patiently patiently for him to act do not worry about evil people who prosper or or fret about their wicked schemes bonus if you were all right um I want to draw attention to something that warms my heart deeply every time I read this this portion of scripture. You know God and and that is that God is not out of touch with with our reality. You know he's not one who is not aware of what we need in the natural realm. He is aware of my need for finances, he's aware of the fact that I need a job, he's aware of the fact that my business is not doing as well as I had hoped it would be doing by now. You know he's aware of my singlehood and my desire for a marriage partner. He's aware, you know, he's not aloof with my situation. You know, but the verse encourages us, verse 4 encourages us to delight in the Lord and he shall give us the desires of our hearts. Verse 7 reads, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. You know, sometimes uh, the reason we, we do not get to see to, to see this or walk in this revelation is because of how we choose to live our day-to-day lives. The revelation I'm talking about is the revelation that God sees you. He does. God sees you. He sees your predicaments. He sees your situations. He's aware of everything that troubles you. But it is... Oh, man. <laughs> this will be a difficult sermon for me to preach uh, because this is something I'm personally also going through. But, you know, it is one thing to know that in your head but it is one thing to live by that to know that i am not where i would want to be now but at the same time not be worried because i know god has me you know so it is one thing to to know it in my head that god is aware but it is another thing to know it and to live by it where i go through my day-to-day life not worried because something is not in place or something or because i'm single or because you know, I'm not employed or, su- or such and such and such. My ministry has not taken off. You know, for those of us who are here who are worship leaders, you know, my ministry has not taken off. My career has not taken off. The trajectory, you know, of my life, it doesn't look as good as I would want it to look right now. You know, and all those things. So, Unapata, it is one thing to know that God sees you, but it is another thing to live by that. You know, um, and, 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 and we are caught up in our own ways, plans and strategies. And, and, and it is not, I'm not saying that in condemnation because that is something that comes naturally to you. It is natural for you to take control of your life. That is, that is natural instinct. When, when for example, you, you realize you need money, your, your mind without telling it will just run situations in your head where you can get this money from. You know, when, when you worry about your future, your marriage and all that, it is natural. The, the thing that comes to your heart and to your mind, the very next thing that happens is not oh, I should pray about this. It is, no, no, no. You know, you come up with a, with a, with a, with a, with an alternative. You come up with something. So this is what I'll do. Remedy this. This is what I'll do. To, that is natural. And do not ever allow yourself to fall under condemnation because that happens to you. Do not ever allow anyone to condemn you because that happens to you. You're sitting with a, in, a, in, a, in a brethren. You're sitting with brethren and you share, you know, how you're, this person who thinks they're so spiritual, they come and ask you, have you prayed about it? 
Hmm? Is that what the Lord is leading you towards? You're like, listen, I've not prayed about it. I do not want to pray about it. You know, I don't want to pray about this girl because I feel like God might tell me no, but I like her. Wacha kuniuliza maswali zenye 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 sitaki kuulizwa saa hii mimi nataka tu ni date ikinuka acha inuke acha yaribikie mbele but i just want this is what i want because the desires of the heart can be very uh, persuasive you know so don't allow yourself to fall under condemnation it is just what comes uh, naturally to us um god often works in steps he doesn't just sort uh, you know god god will not like sort of just deliver us into where we want to be. So for example, God will not you'll not just wake up tomorrow morning married with this husband who wakes up an hour, an hour before to do the dishes uh, the previous night, irons your clothes, massages your feet when you get home at night. You know, um you know you, you will not find this wife who affirms you of how great of a leader you are, a husband, you know, like as a baby you got this, you got this. Uh, the, you know ladies take notes take notes ama brother ama brother wanatakanga kwa farm tunajua you know you know like you'll not you'll not wake up in that like utalala leo father please bless me with a marriage partner and then you go to bed and tomorrow in the morning when you wake up unaamka na the wife amekulalia hapa and and when you open your eyes and see her you know she looks even better without makeup unajua it was not it was not you were not played you made the right decision you know she looks amazing brother um, and all those uh, uh, people evil people who say evil things about ladies and makeup unajua so we uli we uli eh nitango kitu ya kubeti nitango nini abet sure bet yako yako ni sure bet unajua wewe uko ndani uko nje unajua and such you know you have a husband who is not only kind but you are attracted to unajua he looks nice he's not just spiritual <laughs> it's not just spiritual but also in the natural this this brother looks nice bona asifiwe these things are important hallelujah kwa sababu before one holy spirit ndani yake utaona kwanza sura yake his natural face bona asifiwe you are better like that natural face otherwise i doubt you will get beyond that and see the holy spirit inside the brother bona asifiwe uh yeah so um unajua so uh, where where were we thank god for notes You know so so I was saying we will not wake up and find ourselves in that situation what God does is that he takes us through steps um you know the israelites were taken through the wilderness before they got to the promised land in that journey god took them uh through very many situations that exposed certain heart conditions uh that they needed to you know either get rid of or develop not a heart condition that they need to let go of or a heart condition that they need to develop not a um many times they were seen to be lacking in faith you know at the red sea when 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 you know uh, the, the 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 egyptian army is coming after them and then there's a whole sea ahead of them and they start telling moses unajua fadhali ungetuacha egypt at least pale tulikuwa na graves you know so they start complaining um you know there's another time i think it's in the book of numbers chapter 13 if i'm not wrong when uh, moses and aaron sent a few people ahead to go and check on canaan you know this land that be saying land flowing with milk and honey and these people come back with a report and they're like indeed it is flowing with milk and honey but let me tell you the people who live there are giants we have no way of beating these people compared to them we are like grasshoppers you know and 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 the report spread and they went back again to lamenting and just saying you know you should have let, left left us in egypt and all these things the lord was doing so that he can expose the lack of faith that was in these people's hearts the situation of the of the disciples and the and the raging storm and jesus being asleep in the boat and this guys waking up uh, waking up jesus frantically and the first thing that jesus tells them is oh you of little faith you know uh, just just god will put you in such situations and most of them are usually not god will not god will not like they are not usually pleasant situations bonus if you <laughs> they are not like pleasant situations they are unpleasant situations but they are to expose heart conditions that need to to go or they, they need to, to you know to develop um and and god will expose these things not to shame you this is so important for you to hear and to know god will never bring out sin or bring out a heart condition that is wrong to shame you but it is so that he can deal with it and get you ready for that which he has prepared for you unajua that promise that prayer that you've been making unajua and and let me say this and hear me for every prayer request that you're going to make, just know 
that most of the time God will answer that with a process. When you pray for a girlfriend, God will answer that with a process. When you pray for money, God will answer that with a process. When you pray for whatever it is, a job, God will answer that with a process. Because the way the kingdom of God works is very different from the way the kingdom of the world works. For us, it's about heart condition. We don't get jobs so that we can get salary, so that we can sustain life. We Our lives are sustained by God. So then there must be another question as to why we are getting a salary. We are not starting businesses so that we can make money, so that we can sustain our lives. God can sustain our lives without money, or without even a job, or without any of these things. So then we must ask ourselves this question. So then why am I desperately starting a business or looking for work? You know, God does not send us into relationships to find contentment. He is our contentment. The Bible says that God is our sufficiency. So then why are we getting into relationships? There has to be that question. And, 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 and that question is answered by this process, where you thought that this person would come in to commit you. This job would come to, to give you happiness and to give you joy. But that God is like, no, those things happen even without these things. Contentment happens without a spouse. Joy happens without money. You know, fulfillment happens without a business or without a legacy. So then why are all these things? Why is God sending us all these things? Why are the desires still in our heart? Why are these desires still in our hearts? And so you have to understand that for every prayer request you put forward, it will probably be answered by a process. And this is what happens to us believers most of the times. We pray for something. God sets us on a course. And just like the Israelites, instead of elevating our perspective and seeing what it is that the Lord is doing and seeing that he's walking us through a process to the promised land, we start lamenting. I've been praying for a girlfriend for seven years now. Seven, I've been single for me. I've even, I've given up. I was talking to a friend today and she was saying that I've given up. I've been praying for my husband. She, she said for like five years. He's not coming. No, maybe the Lord wants me. We, we yeah. joke about it. The, the, what do we call it? To be celibate. Um, is it celibacy? You're not getting married. So, so, but, but you know, it's the process. It's the process. And, and, and here's the crazy thing. The longer you take to realize that you are in, in, the, in the middle of a process, the longer that process will be. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. But the day you pray for, for money and then realize, oh, you're sensitive enough to know that, oh, God has put me out on a, on a, on a, on a journey to deal with my heart before the money comes in, then you start cooperating and you see your prayer answered. You give a testimony of that. I prayed for money, but the Lord has answered with something even better. So by the time this money is coming in, in my head, I know that it is not for me to buy, you know, to buy, for example, things that would make me happy. I am happy regardless of, of whether I have money or not. But maybe, you know, God is giving me money so that I can finance a certain, you know, a certain thing. Uh, for example, right now we are working towards 2 million shillings. Like God is giving you money so that you can be, you can be the one of the people that he's going to use to, to achieve this vision, you know, for, for this year. So, so that's important. I need to, to be finishing up. I know we are, we are supposed to talk about the Holy Spirit, but we are. God will expose these things again, not to shame you, but to, but to you know, to deal with it and to set you up for, for the blessing. There are thought patterns. Uh, so this is the finishing part. There are thought patterns that exist in us because of being under sin for so long. Thought patterns. Um, you know, that money will give me joy. That is a thought pattern that is a fruit of sin. Bonus if you I remember sometime back, I think it was last year, uh, was it before COVID? I mean, it was during COVID where we did a series for, for like four weeks and I was I, we were sharing about things that people don't think are sin, but they actually are. You know, things like worry, things like doubt, things like anxiety. I need to be in control. All those things are actually sin because they are fruits of sin. The fruits of, of where we formerly were. We, the, before, before the Lord came in and made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All those are fruits of that. We worry when we lose control. 
we are content because we don't have a certain material thing, whether that's a career, a relationship, whatever it is, you know, exposing what it, what it is that we truly are pursuing, which is not God. It is these things. And so there are thought patterns that exist in us that are a fruit of sin, but we might not necessarily or readily acknowledge them as such. You know, and, and hence the process, because God starts to renew your mind and he starts to show you that, hey, listen, here and here, I want to bless you with a relationship, but your idea of the role of a woman in your life, man, that's off. And I'm not saying that to shame you. I am actually bringing this up so that you can have a happy marriage. Your idea of what finances are supposed to do for you, man, it's off. And I'm not saying that to shame you. I just don't want money to corrupt you when it comes. Bonus if you, woo, let's go. You know, so there are thought patterns that exist in us because we are, uh, you know, under sin. Now, let's go back to this scripture um, and then close this off. Romans 8 verse 4. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. I want you to notice what God cites as the opposite of following your sinful nature. I want you to note that. He says, you will no longer follow your sinful nature, but you will instead follow the spirit. One as if you, you will no longer follow your sinful nature, but you will now follow the spirit. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. One as if you, that's the voice of God in us. A lot of times we, we, we like to think that the voice of God will come and tell us, Njanga, you are the most anointed person to ever walk on this planet. That says the Lord. If that ever came to happen, I would be very happy. You know, but before we get to this monumental, um, if we can call them that, um, convictions of the Lord, you know, we have to realize that God is more relevant to our day-to-day -day than we think. He's more relevant to our day-to-day -day than we think. The, 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 the goal for, or rather the, the, prayer, the prayer for a marriage partner, God answers it in your day-to-day. -day. Well, tomorrow when you wake up in the morning and you decide to have your devotion and read your word, God will be talking to you or whatever it is that he will be leading you to do tomorrow. It is a, it is a step towards answering a certain prayer request that you that you that you asked for so he as you delight in him he gives you the desires of your heart as you delight in him the holy spirit comes in you know he searches your heart he shows you where where, where your heart attitude is wrong or where your heart attitude needs to grow where maturity is needed you know where 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 you have become proud where you are misinformed you know some of us have gone through very unfortunate things in our lives being raised by, you know, a single mom like myself, not having a father figure in your life, you know, a certain boyfriend mishandled you, you'd no longer trust men and such things. Very unfortunate things that have happened to us. How many people know that you need to, those things need to go? They need to go. And let me encourage you, pray for these things. If it is money that you want, talk to God about money. If it is a relationship you want, talk to God about those relationships because it is in bringing up those things in prayer that you give the Holy Spirit an opportunity to deal with your heart in regards to those things. He's the, you know, now that we are, okay, so you want a, you want a, you want a job. Okay, so now that we're talking about jobs, can I just bring up that, you know, I don't really like, or rather what it is that you think this job will do for you. Um, I, I just want to let you know I can do that for you without the job. Whatever it is that you think this husband will bring to the table, um, you, you don't really need a husband to get that from me. You don't need a husband as a prerequisite for a blessing or a wife as a prerequisite for a blessing. I am willing to give you those things outside that. And then you come to this place of asking, so then why marriage? And then God starts to show you what he thinks about marriage. God starts to show you what he thinks about money. God starts to show you what he thinks about business and what he thinks about influence and what he thinks about, you know, things like popularity because those things are important. God starts to show you what he thinks about these things and your heart starts to be formed and to be molded. Your mind starts to be renewed and to see things the way God sees them. And you start pursuing these things in their right context for what they are 
and for what they should be doing. And when this influence comes, when this marriage partner comes, when this job comes, when this you know position at work comes, when this promotion comes, you are able to not you know enjoy that promotion as just a typical person living life, but you you execute as a son, as a daughter of God. The kingdom of God progresses because you got a promotion. The kingdom of God progresses because you got married. The kingdom of God progresses because you started a business. You, you know, you, you start to see things as, as God sees them. And that is the Holy Spirit. In the simpler things, we look at him as, as the one who blesses us with, with powerful tongues and, and the gift of healing and the gift of prophecy. He does all those things. But can, but can we just draw our attention to the simpler things, to the more relevant things, to the more pertinent things, the things that actually ache our hearts, but we run to other places looking for answers for these things. Because in our heads, sometimes we, we compartmentalize the Holy Spirit as the person who gives us gifts as the person who gives us tongues, as the person who gives us, you know, these gifts. Yet all along, he has always wanted to be the person who does life with you every day. He just wants to be there for you. And that's why we were saying earlier, it's one thing to know that God is there for you, but it is a different ballgame to walk in that reality. You know? You look at a person like 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 um, the story of Elisha. Um, was it who was it who was fed by ravens? Was it Elisha or Elijah? A person like Elijah, man, in the wilderness. A person like Paul. Paul in the challenge, man. Paul and Ananias were calling the church. You know, I don't need your offering. Let's get things straight. It is good that you that you are wealthy as a church, but let's just get get things straight. Mimi si taji offering yeni. And then he says, in fact, I will refuse to take that offering so that I can always boast about how much I do not need your offering. Mm -hmm. Let's just get things straight. So you, <sighs> but those are things, and it's not that Paul did not, need, did not have need for money. You know, he did. But he also knew that there is nothing. Hakuna kitu sitafanya jusikuwa na pesa. You know, and I don't know how he's gonna get me there, but I don't need to know how. I just need to know that I'll get there because he said it. So I want to draw attention closer to that. To to because a lot of times when you speak of the Holy Spirit, it is, he is this mystical being who comes to you in the middle of a night with a vision about how some some attack will happen in some country and then you wake up and encourage us to intercede. And, and that happens. Gosh, that happens. Whenever I come across people like that, I believe them and I pray because that's also the Holy Spirit. We are going to talk about that next week because that's also the Holy Spirit. But for tonight, I felt the Lord just bring us to this place of he is right there. He is right there. Don't despise those desires that you have in your heart. They're not carnal. They're not dumb. They're not stupid. They can be a reality. But perhaps they won't serve the purpose that you think they are supposed to serve. Perhaps you're not supposed to draw joy from that promotion or from that relationships, from that relationship. You're not, perhaps you're not supposed to draw joy from those things. Perhaps God wants you to, first of all, experience joy before those things come. And then elevate your thinking to, okay, so then why are these things coming? Would you, would you invite the Holy Spirit to your day-to-day? -day? And you see, when you start thinking like this, you start to realize the cost of not spending time with God every day. The, the day I went out without listening to God, I risk so much. Are you guys seeing that? There's so much I'm risking. Because let me tell you, you'll have an opinion about everything. If someone comes and asks you, why aren't you dating? You'll have an opinion. You have an answer to all these things. Why aren't you uh, employed? You have an answer. Sometimes they are very discouraging answers. You know, that's an answer that you have. 
you know and the more you stay in that state of hopelessness the more harm you're doing to yourself but but the crazy thing is that you don't have to stay in that state you know you don't have to to be a miserable single person who gets who gets uh, discouraged every time you see people holding hands in town you can be the person who celebrates them and prays for people's uh, relationships to do well and so I want to encourage us tonight to just look at the Holy Spirit in that, in that, in that sense. And here's a prayer you can make. As you go into your, into, your, into your closet, just go and make that prayer, that Holy Spirit, tonight I am choosing to acknowledge you. And, and, and feel and ask him about, you can, I have found myself sometimes taking out a notebook and literally writing down the things I feel I need to get answers for. And I make time and I ask God about each of those things. You know, I will ask him about my dating, uh, you know, life. I will ask him about my job. I'll ask him about my finances. I'll ask him about so many things. I was so blown away late last year, early this year get to see that there are actually financial strategies in the Bible that you could use to manage your money. I was so blown away. I was so blown away to see how God addresses things like, like you know, um, you know, a lot of times we say when, when we are looking for a, a dating partner, you know, we, we like to say, I want to hear the voice of the Lord talking about this person. But I was so amazed to see how God would, 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 you know, point out things like it is important for you to be attracted to these people. It is important that you find them funny. And all those things are, are in scripture. Things that personally, I don't know about you guys, but things that personally, but to actually see that the Lord does not just want me to be married because it is a holy institution. He wants me to be happy while in that marriage. Invite him, invite him, invite him. And here's a practice we do here at Home Fellowship. If you've, uh, the guys who have, have signed up for, for um, the two leadership, uh, so, sorry, for the two teams, the outreach and the, and the leadership, I, I think you have experienced, the, uh, you've, seen, you've seen this where we, when we make a prayer, you know, in that, in that slot of time that I've decided I'm listening to God about this, I just open up my heart and I open up, up, up my mind and I just, you know, receive. And, and most of the time it works. Actually, all of the time it will work. Not you just come and say, Lord, whatever, you know, personally, I tend to believe that I will make a prayer and whatever comes to me in that moment, I want to believe is from the Lord. And, and, and the question then comes in, what if it's just my own thoughts? Listen, this thing, last week we said, listening to God is a thing of practice. You become better at it the more you do it. You will miss. You will miss out a few times. But here's a good thing about, about conviction. You will never go to pray and then get a thought to go kill someone and think that that is the Lord. Yeah. You will, the, 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 the debate, the two voices that will be in your head will both be encouraging you to do something good. So if, for example, I'm going there to pray about, about, about money, and I get a thought, I should empty what my current savings and then give them to somewhere. You know, that is not a bad thing. You will not pray about finances and then you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit telling you, go get a few people and plan on how you're going to rob a bank. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? I hope you're getting what I'm saying. They will always be pointing to things that, that, that are godly. And you will lose nothing by obeying those things. I have found myself, um, you know, obeying conviction. I remember this one time where I felt that God wanted me to preach to someone. And, and I just went and preached to that, to that person, you know. Then later on, I came, the more I got, uh, the more I, you know, uh, became more sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. I was like, you know, that might not necessarily have been God's voice. But a soul came to the Lord. But a soul came to the Lord. So, so I want to encourage you, man. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Listen. Whatever comes to heart, whatever comes to mind, go by it. But a prerequisite, and, and, and this is the last statement I'm saying, but take it with all seriousness. If there's anything you're going to take out of this sermon, take this. A prerequisite of hearing from God is that you must be a person who is soaked in the word of God. 
that's where his voice comes from every conviction that you get every uh, unction that you get from the heart that you that you believe is from the lord must be in conformity to the word of god it has to be in conformity to the word of god that's one of the ways you remember the the people who are called uh, the bereans whenever whenever someone would go and preach to their church they would go back to the scrolls and hold this person someone against what the scrolls read and then if they align these people would be like okay yeah so this this umsa kosal you know paul says test the spirit uh, i think that's the salonians eh test the spirit you know so how you do that is by holding up whatever it is that you feel the lord is leading you to against his word and that basically just means it's not that i hear go eat cake and then i google scripture about cake it just means i am reading the word of god and most of the time this is what happens god will communicate a conviction to you through a verse like utakuwa tukikatu kwa mat pale and then you sit at next to a person and then matthew chapter 9 verse 35 comes to mind you know the harvest is large but the workers are few pray to the father that he would you know add the workers to the field and then that would go like you know all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me and now i give it to you go ye into the world you know making disciples of everyone baptizing them in the name of the father of the son and of the holy spirit and then you will just know it is the lord asking you share the gospel with this person you know share the gospel with this person they are very random thoughts unaweza kuwa ukifikiria kuhusu avocado alafu fikra ya zebra inakuja kwa kichwa yako you know and 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 that's how you grow in hearing from the lord um so i hope this helps us i hope this encourages us to seek out god's opinion over everything jesus we are grateful for your word thank you so much god for just this teaching may we have the openness of heart to just bring you in into everything God that we are doing may we find joy in delighting in you lord and may we come to a place god of just wanting our desires to be aligned to your desires we thank you we bless you in the name of jesus we pray amen amen